Good morning, good evening, and good night. You are listening to Holding Down the Fort with Alejandro Soto. That is me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you putting my voice into your ear holes. It's a pretty wild thing that technology allows us to do this. Like right now, I'm sitting in my living room. It's a Sunday evening, and I've got a, I don't know if it's a, I think it's a live stream from the Monterey Bay Aquarium of the shrimp tank. I'm literally looking at little shrimp in an aquarium right now while I'm recording this, and I'm telling you about it in the future, but for right now, it's the present, and so it's going to sound like the present to you when you're listening to it, but it's actually the past. So moving on, today we've got I've got a really good guest, Miss Olivia Ulch, who is a local poet, a photographer, an artist, and creative individual, joined me for the show. She has a gallery coming up in what is a few weeks, um, a few weeks from when this episode comes out. It's coming out on Tuesday, October 17th, and her gallery is on Thursday, November 2nd, so this is coming out before then, so if you hear this before then, I hope that you come down to the garden that evening. It's going to be really cool. She's been putting together her photography work and her poetry work into a show that's going to display both of those uh, types of creative uh, endeavors of of work of uh, making stuff uh yeah it's really cool and uh so you can find her on the internet and stuff if you want to check her out i don't think i actually asked her about that in the episode but you can find her on instagram at olivia ulch and at www.oliviaulch.com she got her name for both of those that's pretty pretty nice not too many people can say that so uh Yeah, check her out. She's got a good Instagram page. Her website is really neat. Um, And I I look forward to seeing what else she is going to put together. I think she said something. I don't know if she said this on air or off air. So I hope I'm not jumping the gun. But I think she said something about a book. And so she's putting together her writings into a compiled physical work. I'll definitely let you know about that. Um, I'll be picking it up. Whenever that happens, I'm sure it's going to happen at some point with uh, how she is, uh, how she's going at her her craft right now. It's quite commendable, honestly, um, getting to hear how she's been putting in the work and um, doing doing her thing. And um, yeah, it's pretty inspiring. So I hope you enjoy this conversation that we had for today's episode. Um, before that, let me plug some stuff. Uh, first, that art show of hers uh, I just told you about, I'll be playing music at. So double whammy, you should reason you should come to that show. You get to see her art and listen to my music. Um, I've been putting some of my recordings up on YouTube, so you can check out my YouTube channel and listen to some of my live shows. Uh, I've got some stuff 
right now that I'm putting on, uh, putting together and going to be uploading soon. So be look, I might put, there's a, a set I've got from the last night market. So I might put that up on my birthday, uh, which is this coming Thursday. I turn 29 oct- on October 19th. So happy birthday to me this Thursday. Uh, that's all good and well. So, um, November 2nd, I'll be playing at the garden. The, uh, before that, the final night market of the year is Saturday, October 28th. So Halloween weekend, come on down to the last night market. I'll be playing music all evening. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Hope that, uh, a lot of, I see some of the familiar faces and maybe some new faces out there too. Um, and I think that's, that's it. That's all I've got on the books right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hibernating over the winter, uh, for a little bit. Oh, there's, there's gonna be a renegade ecstatic dance. Uh, there are some, uh, some folks coming through that are, they describe themselves as modern monastics and they teach, uh, they put on dances and are going to do a contact improv workshop for us. So I think that's going to be December 14th. It's a Wednesday, the day that they're coming through. So um, I'll confirm that and uh, give more information about that when I have like a, a solid time date and location in front of me and uh, so that's a little one-off thing that I'm I'm helping put together but won't be doing any actual performing at so uh, for most of the winter I'm going to be hibernating uh, it's uh, up here in Fort Wayne Indiana where we get seasons it gets cold uh, it's it's October 14th 15th today and it was it was nice and sunny. I was able to get outside and do some work in work on cleaning up the garage, but um, and able to take off my my jacket when I got some heat worked up. But I know those days are going to be winding down here soon as it gets cold. So I'm going to be hibernating for winter to a certain extent, and uh, I'll be getting back at stuff in the first of the year. We've got uh, some dates for the ecstatic dances starting after the first of the year. So I'll I'll give more information on that. Um, once I have more, but since I don't have any more solid information, I hope that you enjoy this awesome conversation I had with Miss Olivia Holch. Oh, I guess he did move it a little bit here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's uh, more a safety net, this one right here. I'm doing a little more than I need to. Um, I recorded Murky. Uh, she she sings and plays the ukulele, mm. and she sang some songs on the show. And uh, the, the levels for the music ended up being pretty good, but like conversation, it was a little tough to hear at times. So I've been brainstorming. How can I use what I got to make a better, uh, make a better show, a better product for people? So, thanks for letting me do a little experiment in your apartment. Yeah, absolutely. How has I want to hear about that as far as the um, the journey with holding down the fort? 
How are you happy with the audience? What response are you getting? Um, as far as like the audience, I don't know too much. Um, like I haven't figured out how they get into the analytics of it and all yet. Like, yeah. And that's not really why I'm doing it. Like, I'm not doing it to gain an audience or something. Like, I want people to hear it right. uh, for sure. But like, yeah, mm. I'm not going for those streaming numbers to get my ad revenues or nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to do something more than more than that with it, I guess. Um, so that being said when people do like tell me they've listened it means a lot i'm like oh cool and like i get that like real life interaction with people of like oh hey that was really cool like um and like the one i did with melissa a couple episodes ago like people were texting her that and like reconnecting with her that she hadn't talked to in like several years that... and i'm like that's what is really most like I don't like I mm. couldn't have anticipated that would be a result of the project, but like it's so cool that it is, um, and but like yeah it's but that's not like why I'm doing it like it's ultimately a bit for selfish purposes like I'm trying to like fulfill myself and feel good about like to make something I feel good about. Um, and I, I do like, I, I feel, I feel like each one is a little better. I learn a little bit more each time about like the technical side of things. Um, and also about like being a like good host or just like a quality person to be around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, funny, my, my mom and I talked about me, my good host past in the last episode. Um, and <laughs> jokingly, uh, I got, I got, uh, got shit for being a bad host. As I, I talk about the person who's yeah. going to dish it to you, like, yeah. let me remind you how far you've come. Yeah. 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 Your mom will do that for you. Um, with so, love. With love. love. Yeah. I love her. With I love my mom. <laughs> So yeah, I'm mean, the the audience that I've connected to thus far, and like the connections I have made, feel real, like real, like and like mm. genuine, and like uh, like uh, people are listening because they're interested in the person that's on the show, or like in hearing from a person that I think is interesting, or maybe they like listening to me. I don't know if that, if there's a, there might be a small percentage of people that are in that category. Um, I'm here to <laughs> jump on the train. I'm like, yeah, toot, toot that horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been, um, it's been good. Like, I, I appreciate when people say, hey, I listened to the show and it was, it was good. Or like, it was not good. <laughs> like I, I both like ways. yeah, yeah. Both ways um, are valuable, and like I have to take in, but not get attached to. Um, like like what Ram Dass said about like when people speak your praise, take it with ah so. When people say uh, they slander your name, ah so. You know, can you take yeah. both in the same way? Um, mm. 
I can't, <laughs> but I, I have the desire to, uh, like break through that, um, and try to like really connect with people. Like that's the main goal here is to connect with people. Um, so Olivia, Olivia, welcome to the show. Thank you. You opened up with a question to me. <laughs> yeah. Spinning the tables around there. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, thanks for having me. This is really, really neat. You got a nice apartment here. Lots of good plants. We've got a beautiful fall afternoon, uh, the sun shining in, nice, what's that, a maple tree up front? You think that's a maple? I don't know, but what I can tell you is the squirrels around here are wild. Mm -hmm. They're wild. <laughs> I don't, whatever, that would be an Indiana fact. I would love to know the ball seeds that fall. Are you familiar? Mm -hmm. They crush really easy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't taken the time to identify them. But they're all over. And the squirrels love them. Mm -hmm. So we have squirrel friends. We have a river friend. All nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a nice, nice day we got here. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is a, this is a good practice for both of us. I'm excited. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell people what you got coming up. Yes. Um, November 2nd at the garden, 6 to 9. I am preparing for my first solo gallery featuring writing, photography, storytelling, creative things that I have been exploring this past year. Cool. Cool. Nice. How long have you been working on like putting together the gallery as a whole? Like how did, how did that come about? Like you said for the last year, like, did you know over the last year that you were building towards uh, gallery viewing? In the last year, yes. Um, really grateful. Um, the garden, what they're doing there is great, great. Mm -hmm. Very attentive to the efforts, the community that they have there. Um, for me, um, I say year. Um, if five years, <laughs> it's been in the works of um, they're recognizing a chirp inside me to make, make, <laughs> create, mm -hmm. use this voice. And that was the clue for the longest time of what, following that itch. And it's taken different shapes. Um, definitely since you've known me, um, I don't even think you know background, really is photography. Um, did that, majored, second majored that in college, um, and yeah, that, that's now, I'm leaning back into that again, um, it has been five years of, all right, what is this voice? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And now this upcoming gallery, um, feels like accepting that call, accepting fully being like, all right, I have the tools, the direction, let's explore this, mm. commit to it. 
-hmm. which I know has been a big theme for you as well (laughs) of saying yes there's a follow-through yes Mm -hmm. just that of like Mm -hmm. just saying yes period (laughs) Mm -hmm. so do you feel like you've found your voice and like you you're like clear on what you're trying to say now like Mm -hmm. you have a gallery so at least you have a clear enough idea to build a body of work around that um but I, I was listening to an interview with a comedian yesterday and he was talking about that, like finding his voice and how it took him like 10 years, maybe more of doing stand up to get to the point where he had like his voice and knew what it was that he was going up there to say. Um, so like over the last five years and even before that, I'm sure you've been figuring out like how to use your tools and what your techniques are and what feels right to you. Um, and so now, like you, you mentioned something about that, about like your voice and stepping into that. So I'm wondering uh, like how that, how you feel in that right now um, and like how has that build over the last five years like developed your understanding of your voice and what you're trying to say with this, this whole project? Mm. the timeline to to answer the first part of that I was like what what has that looked like historically the timeline if I could break it down would be <laughs> early 20s re- being really good at the game and following the rules right of being mm, I don't want to say performing, right? Because at the time you don't know, like you're doing the best you can. You're looking around, gathering. What, what is, what is, what is all this? (laughs) And then, um, as the saying goes, then you break the rules. (laughs) So I've broken the rules that my own rules explored. Um, I recently told a friend like, self-exploration like check <laughs> like <laughs> all right <laughs> um now with and yeah what is self-exploration what is the voice it's like it's that that is always going to be doing one of these um i'm on audio so you can't see my hand doing a wave mm. but the voice being something that um there's still a constant flow of that right there's a consistency within myself um, that is that is new hmm. yeah you're i'm going back to the example you gave of the comedian of like standing up on stage and it took him 10 years to do that and what came to mind was it's a lot of no's Mm-hmm. to get to mm-hmm. feeling where you can tumble and roll with whether, I mean, for him, it was getting up on stage, right. And talking in front of people. Um, for me, um, it's the visual side of things. Mm. Yeah. That grace to tumble and roll with it. Where does that come from? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> 
I mean, probably experience. Mm. Like, uh, at least in my experience, it's been a lot of tumbling and rolling to get to some semblance of not being on the waves and like getting on the surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it's the same energy that you're in and like, you're still you. Like you're, you've gone through this process of self-exploration and now into, and like, it sounds like still in the creative process. Like, uh, I mean, I come from a theater background and like, it's up till the opening night curtain that like, I mean, I've, I've stapled uh, set like fabric around the stage, <laughs> literally like a half hour before the house opened before. Yeah. And like that kind of thing of like, it's never done, but like, and there you don't is... want it to be done. You don't yeah. want it to be done. There's yeah. part of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is like some sort of consistency in there because it's like your voice and your perspective. And I feel like from a creative standpoint, a lot of it is like trying to get in touch with, with like your pers like perception of the world and how to share that and express that in an honest way. Honest um, way, yes, yeah. And that's a big part of like finding the voice. And so it's interesting because you, so you do photography and poetry. So you've got these two mediums that you're putting together through which you can communicate. So like poetry to me is more easy to understand like how you use words. And then photography, like I can see it, but it doesn't like, that's not as much my thing. Um, so can you talk about like how you've woven those two together in this process of finding your voice? Yeah, I started, um photography around the same time that Instagram was taking off. Oh, and okay. so that was um, the instant gratification paid off <laughs> in that moment when I was learning a new skill of mm. the technical skill, right? Mm. Like I could mm -hmm. put something out in the world and very quickly receive feedback. Um, so in that regard, like, thank you, Instagram. <laughs> I was like mm -hmm. building that that skill set for me. Um, and on the flip side of that coin, um, between there was a shift, right? Like I have to work and I followed the whole advice of do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And that worked out okay for a little bit <laughs> and more than okay. Right? Like great experiences. I still felt there was more to be dug up in that mm -hmm. area of life. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what that looked like. And sometimes it got messy of, <laughs> of you know, I'm, I'm, I can be one who just likes to drop a match down and burn it all up <laughs> now i we were talking about patterns before we hopped on um the recording but i now see that as a pattern of if i want to blow something up that probably means i'm getting close mm -hmm. to really something i'm going to be proud of 
<laughs> don't mm -hmm. drop mm -hmm. the match. <laughs> so, um, but I dropped the match and really wanting to find, I would, I would pair back to the Instagram. I would pair my photos uh, with quotes. I've always been a big reader. Um, and that was fulfilling for a time. And then I was like, Hmm, what, what's this whole journaling thing about and writing thing about? And uh, if I look back to my, my origin story, there is a little fourth grader me who loved to write. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so just really making her proud. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. Cool. Cool. So now you're right. You've gone from posting your photos with other people's quotes to creating your photos and having them up with your own, like your own writing. Mm -hmm. And so that's, yeah, that's really cool. That's a solid progression right there. Hmm. Yeah. Solid, natural. Um, challenging. I think that, that this is what has made this round of uh, building a body of work different is that I recognize that come November 2nd, like that's not the end like mm -hmm. there is mm -hmm. there is work to be done after this and work maybe isn't the right word it's just like i have i want i want to continue this like this mm -hmm. is this is um yeah whatever this is um needs my attention and it's an honor to to get to serve it Mm -hmm. I think you can you can speak to that as a musician and uh, what you were saying. I don't know if you'll include the intro, but me asking you about what you're trying to. I don't want to say achieve here because we you said you know the 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 audience isn't the right direction of what you want to to have here, like the community side of things is like yeah. Just let me mm -hmm. find my people. Yeah. My people, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're going to make something awesome together. We're going to experience mm -hmm. something awesome together. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, yeah, that's something I thought about in like, it doesn't take a lot of people to build a, an audience that can sustain like a, a show or something like, you know, if I had... 50 people giving $5 a month, like, boom, I'd have more, like, another one of these mics and maybe a couple more cameras. And, like, I don't need that stuff. I'm able to do without it. But, like, it, like that's not even a lot of people. If they gave 10 bucks once a year, 50 people, that, that's, that'd be awesome. It's and surprising. So, it's surprising yeah. how, many, how many people. Mm-hmm. There are two. Yeah, like, yeah, it, like so many come, people. It comes, <laughs> like, I think that's that's the joy of, like, the digital world. It's talked about all the time. But it is, it is, it can be mm -hmm. good of, like, whoa, where are these people coming from? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. I want to do a better job of checking into the analytics and stuff and, like, staying connected with my audience because, like, I don't want to discount them and say, like, I'm not making it for you because, like, I am making it for people. Like yeah. that's 
that's a fact. Like if nobody, if I thought nobody would listen, I probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> like I, it, something would be happening, but like, yeah. I mean, the fact that people listen, like keeps me motivated when I'm like, oh, do I really have to release an episode every two weeks? And then like, I think of, you know, one, a person that told me they enjoyed it and I'm like, okay, no, keep pushing through. Like just connecting to like a handful of people mm -hmm. is valuable. Um, and so like making those connections through these works of like creativity, um, I think is one of the responsibilities of artists, like in this time, like we were talking before we started recording about, um, about uh, what I talked about with my mom, with Tara in the last episode about farming. Give it a plug, give it yeah, a plug. Yeah, go listen to the last episode. It was really cool. Um, we talked about corn and good music. <laughs> talk a lot about corn on this show. What do you expect? Two things I love. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and, uh, in like relation to Farm Aid and how it came about from Bob Dylan on stage saying, hey, can we give some of this money to the farmers? And then like Farm Aid happened. And so as creative individuals that like, have this like talent, this ability or something, like there's a responsibility to put it to use. And I think something that can be done with it is like, like we were, like I was just saying, like you were just saying, making connections and building community. And like before in the last episode, talking about directing people's focus and attention in, or trying to shine a light on things. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot to shine light on right now. So <laughs> I think it's a good time to try to be creating. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, it, well, there, you were talking about the story. There's yeah. a story. Yes. You... <laughs> you're trying, you're finding your way through in this project. Do you want to go into that? I sure do. And awesome. This it was such a natural segue. If you didn't take it, I was going to. So I'm really <laughs> glad you speaking, saying, yeah, giving, not literally passing the mic, but passing the mic. Um, yeah, that's my green, my green light of like, I'm going to put this out and see how it sticks. And um, so we were just talking about it being a really good time to make time um how old are you 28 i turned 29 this month in like a week and a half yeah oh my gosh what the i know <laughs> wait um, when is yours is january december december yeah you can we can you can play it back it's yeah I, I, I can go and steal your identity later <laughs> yeah my social security number um so uncommon mm -hmm the title for this gallery um time i just turned 30 last december being ready to turn mm -hmm. 31 so time being in this phase of life i in my own life and i see around me this this holding pattern this pivotal point 
Um, are you familiar with the, the hero's journey, the story structure of, I mean, it's the, the Star Wars, it's the Lord of the Rings, it's the, the hero decides, accepts, yes, I'm going to go on this journey. I'm going to say yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and when I look around, I see that in this phase of life. But saying yes isn't always easy. <laughs> and with uncommon, um, it speaks to what I found to help me navigate is um, when stepping into this extraordinary version of myself, what I'm experiencing rightfully so shouldn't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. And it, sh it like, it can, I cannot know whether it's good or whether it's bad. Um, all I can do is trust that I need to say yes. <laughs> I need to say yes to going on this journey. And that clunkiness that comes with that to me is uncommon it's just uncommon what i'm doing right now what i'm moving towards i don't know where it's going to lead me um but that uncommon version of myself is like me coming in contact with the best in me mm. in the best in you and that definition of uncommon is one that i think the world needs a little bit more of mm. Mm. <laughs> so it's like a a positive thing in yeah. your view. Yeah. Your your definition of uncommon in this context. Yes. In this context. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely, you know, thrifted something and someone go, oh, that's uncommon. You know, and, you know I've, I've definitely been there too. But in this context, um, it's, it's it's that in-between ground of, all right, there's a little, a little bit different. Hmm. All right, but we're mm -hmm. saying yes. Mm -hmm. We're saying yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. So, what's the story? That's really that's really how I want to uh, to structure it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Of um, having that that prelude of um, the the Bob Dylan nudge nudge wink wink in mm -hmm. this direction, maybe mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Okay. You take in this work, um, and I would say the 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 writings themselves um, do, and I didn't plan it. That's the wild thing. When I was laying all this out, one I was just surprised of like where did all this come from? It was two extremes. It was like, oh my god, I have nothing to show or to say, you know. And then like the next moment was, oh my gosh, like yeah, I have done a lot this year. Whoa. So it was surprising once I started organizing it really did naturally fall into what I was just describing of the hero's journey. Last October, um, I had, had been looking at some things that need to be looked at in my life and that, that also follows the hero's journey of saying, no, 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 I'm not. 
not going to do it. I'm not ready. I want to play. I want to have my own way. <laughs> I want control, whatever that is. And so last October, I said yes to um, further developing my own practice, um, yoga practice, practice with myself and self-discipline. And then uh, over this past year, that's been a focus and the writings really do take that I'm doing the circle with my hands because mm. what the that hero's journey it goes in a circle of like mm -hmm. okay there was a moment that I said yes there were moments where I wanted to drop that match again but that's part of it mm. and coming out on the other side and seeing the reblooming of of those seeds that I planted mm. and then mm. um yeah now getting ready to to roll into sharing it it's like okay um wow feels mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. cool cool so curious if uh, as it's viewed maybe that maybe shine through as well mm -hmm. so it's a story of self-discovery sure have you read the alchemist by paulo coelho Right up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I was thinking of that mm -hmm. when you first brought up the hero's journey of um I was right. like, that's that's that a great story. example. Right, yeah. And and like you know, there's cycles to it, um patterns that repeat themselves in sometimes very eerie and ominous ways. Right. Um and it and it's not always easy in fact most of the time that journey is difficult but you have to say yes to it with like i think you were talking about like like trusting like your or your intuition or what that small still voice within mm. um you know the 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 voice of fourth grade you that's still saying i want to write yeah like i'm yeah. sure that voice is still in there i know a little Fourth grade me is still in there saying, I want to play guitar. Yeah. I want to go home and play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like to give that voice like like its dues. Like I, I think Permission. part of Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like saying yes to that that like the voice of like that inner child or that like, you know, in, that the wisdom of the innocence that we hold inside of us um like like saying yes to that and it is i think a, like that's the journey is it not yeah and like sometimes like a no to one thing is a yes to another thing like no to this is yes to remaining on that track listening to what that voice is telling you like sometimes you get pulled off um like in in it happens in the alchemist like i think about the the scene in the book where when he gets the job in the like crystal shop the mm -hmm. like glass shop mm -hmm. and he like is like i'm on this hero's journey you know this magical universe wizard man told me i'm <laughs> um, I have a journey to follow and it's my destiny, but I'm here in this rinky dink shop at the end of the street of a podunk town that's full of dusty glass that yeah. we're trying to sell. And he like laments for a while, 
But then, like, I was like, well, if I'm here, I might as well clean up the glass. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, and he, like, just kind of accepts this is where I'm at right now. Might as well make the best of my situation. And then the story goes on and people start to notice, oh, it's this is a clean, really nice piece of crystal glass. And, like, the... Mm-hmm. Because he just accepts this is where I am, I might as well make the best of it. That little shop like turns in, it, I think it like it becomes successful. People start patroning the shop and like the owner ends up giving him as much like more money than was robbed from him bef- before, like like that kind of thing. And like if he had like had not said, I don't like, like I, I don't know that that that's that book is what came up in my mind when you were talking about like the hero's journey. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's what she's talking about. That was great context. I'm really glad those dots were connected because mm-hmm. just how you said the um, about the crystal shop of him just saying, yep, this is where I'm at. And I want to take two steps back to, again, the community side of the making and all of this. It's like, a group of people collectively being like, yep, this is where we're at. This is where it's Mm. at because we're going to, we're going to clean this glass and I'm going to, I'm going to really admire that plate that you're shining over there. It looks real good. And again, that's, that's it. That, that's, that's the Mm -hmm. journey. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we do as artists is like try to make a Mm. nice, crystal glass that someone can enjoy um, (laughs) while drinking their wine with a nice steak (laughs) I mean at least for me like I think about when playing music it's like if I could be the best background music (laughs) that would be awesome like I think about like playing the open mic at uh Matt Anthony's here in town and like you know, I, I think I've talked about this on the show before of how like, you know, people might not be paying attention. There's not like a crowd cheering me on at the front of the stage, but like I'm playing the tunes and like those people while they eat their French fries and burgers or hearing what I've gotten, like at least they're not listening to a bad radio station. Yeah. God, and I at least you're you're not <laughs> at at least you're not at home either being yeah. like what like what is this? <laughs> like what is life? Yeah, <laughs> like and, you're you're just, yeah. Yeah. And I went through that in the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know if I've shared this, like told you about this. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show. But in the pandemic, in the lockdown, while playing my guitar in my room by myself, I like realized the importance of the audience, mm-hmm. of those people sitting there eating their French fries and burgers. Like, eat, <laughs> like I value them being there. Like, because just doing it by myself in my room is... Like it, it doesn't scratch that itch, like, like to, but to go out and be in a room with people and to be, I don't know, it's again, kind of a little selfish. I want to be the dude who's up there playing songs Mm -hmm. in the room. Like I think of my great grandpa's best friend, Howard Mayberry was his name. He gave me my first acoustic guitar. He was like gifted it to me. My mom tried to pay him and he's like, no, 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 this is a gift. Mm -hmm. And like I've heard stories about him of like, oh, you know, Howard had a band. He played down at the the American Legion or the Eagles or something. And ooh, that Howard would get the guitar hot. And I'm like, I want to be that. I want like like when I'm dead and gone, I want that to be what people remember of me. I want to give you a high five <laughs> right now. Like, <laughs> and, and like it's out of, I mean, self a selfish desire, but also out of respect for him. 
Like he had belief in little like 14 year old me that wanted a guitar. He like believed in me enough to gift that to me. And so like, there's a responsibility in that. He like, he taught me how to play a G chord properly on a guitar. So it sounds nice and full and like to put that away and like to give into that voice that says, I should just quit. I say no to that. Yeah. And I say yes to that voice of 14 year old me. Who's like, holy shit, I've he, got a new guitar. He was, uh, <laughs> he was your fairy godmother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and totally. that, that figure, that figure is real too. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I have a question to be asked. So I was told when you were given a plant that you're not supposed to say thank you. Really? I don't know who made that etiquette up, but... I think that's bad etiquette. Well... But what's your question? Legend legend has it from (laughs) Grandma Sue that you're not supposed to say thank you. Is that the same with instrument? Like that instance? Him giving you the guitar? I mean, not in my mind. Okay. It's like, um, I don't know, there's, with musicians, there's, uh, I don't know, there's almost like a code, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like pirates, like there's an unwritten, unspoken code of like, when when you meet a guy who plays, you there's, like, like you look at each other differently than you look at other people, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, and like, maybe not with... Uh, I don't know, with anybody, like, I, I, at the, at that Matt Anthony's open mic, I many times sat at the table with all the retired dudes that come out and play because this is what they wanted to do mm-hmm. back in high school, but, you know, they got a job, they did the whole thing, did the American dream, and now, like, their, their wives have died, or, like, they're just out, they're both, they're wanting to do their own thing, and, like, or just want to get in and play the guitar. You know, some of them are not the most skilled of players, but they get up and they do it. Mm-hmm. And I have just as much respect for those guys, or I should have just as much respect for those guys as the dudes who like go up and kill it. And like, I'm like, wow, that was a really well played song. I just got to witness something truly magical. Like I've had those experiences at like little open mics of like being like, holy cow, that. Like that was the deep kick, like from from music right there. That was that mm-hmm. came from the heart. And then there's the guys that get up there and are just strumming out of time, belting out a key, but they're like so into it and the passion is so there that like, yeah, all respect, dude. Like those guys get down and I say, hey man, good job. That was awesome. I hundred percent mean it. There was a experience I had in new orleans of walking around and you can walk into any bar right there's tons of music that that Mm -hmm. is the a music hub in the united states and um there's all this music i could go in and see there was this band playing in the street and they had a crowd around him and the it factor is totally true of it can exist in that person who is absolutely killing it, or it could be in the plucker. But something, mm-hmm. something happens where you can just identify this person is really doing it, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you can't, you can't help 
um there's not jealousy there you know there's mm-hmm. not jealousy mm-hmm. there's a really big admiration of like you want them to win how what can mm-hmm. i do to help you win mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's beautiful yeah and to see it affirmed by so many in that case mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. there's a collection of us on the street i mean it's in the city it's open containers so wine's being passed around and everyone is just like in admiring yeah. it's like a museum like we're just admiring this person this mm-hmm. incredible person just like what humans can do yeah it's like so awesome like just in 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 any way and like ta- talking earlier about like having a talent for creativity and like a responsibility with that like everybody's got something that they can do better than other people um like you have a repairman fixing the pipes in your house right now i cannot do that <laughs> that dude's awesome <laughs> like, and i like my, my sister and i like when my mom got like her the plumbing in her the house the bathroom at her house fixed my we, we all were like, yeah, we need more plumbers. Plumbers rock. Those dudes <laughs> yeah. are the best. We need more skilled laborers. Mm-hmm. And like, because I don't, like, I've watched YouTube videos on how to do that stuff enough to know that I'm not doing you that need stuff. Amplifies it. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. I know that I can't do it. I yeah. need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, this awesome dude from Canada who's going bald, but is very, very cheery, is exactly the dude I would want to be giving my money to, to do this work. And like, yeah, and, and that's like, just what I was talking about with, um, like with uh, musicians, like, like there's like that musician's code of like, you know, we all have respect for each other because we're doing the same thing and like on the same page, like heading in the same direction, mm-hmm. uh, like you were saying. And like, yeah, I think, like I think a part of what uh, what's throwing so much off in our society these days is like we're not on the same page it's like where where are we going what are we heading towards like uh, to to get more philosophical beyond my wits you know what are our values what's like what are we as what does it mean to be human mm-hmm. right now um, like I was, I was listening to something with someone and they were talking about like, oh, I think it was like a climate activist and, and he was talking about like, you know, how, what, how are we gonna change or like augment the destruction of the natural world that's going on right now? And the person who was being asked the question was, no, the, the question is, what does it mean to be human right now in the 21st century? That's what we need to figure out. Um, and I mean, for me, it's like good food and good music, <laughs> corn and tunes, uh, is about about the the doesn't does it does enough at the end of the day. And like, I think I I know I definitely get caught up in like attachments and desires and like wanting you know wanting the audience, wanting the the whole the whole kitten caboodle the the pie and to eat it too um but like i i think i i don't know if i've talked about this on the show but i've talked about it to someone else about how this project and doing it i was talking about i said this at the dance the other day um how like this project and doing it over and over and like releasing each episode like 
the instant gratification is wearing off. Like that hit of like, I did it from finishing it and hitting publish. Like the dopamine release is getting lessened or at least like my brain is building up a tolerance to it. Maybe it's that, I don't know, Mm -hmm. neurobiological science. Um, But what I am experiencing is like a deeper satisfaction like over like a more sustained time period it's like okay those next couple days i'm like okay sweet like yeah i i feel like that was something good Mm. instead of like time well spent yeah 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 and and that i think has only is only being built up over time like this is going to be episode 15 when it comes out and like i think it was when I released Melissa's episode, which is like two ago, that I was like, oh, okay, this is starting to feel different. Um, and so doing, uh, like, like, yeah, it's, it's maybe it's one of those cycles, one of those processes um, that, that I get to observe. And if I didn't say yes to it, I wouldn't get to be observing it and like experiencing a greater appreciation yeah. for just the whole thing. And of myself. I'm like, holy cow, I'm putting out an episode every two weeks. Right. And I made that like commitment to myself. It was like when I started, it was like, I'm going to be consistent with this. Like I didn't like tell anybody. I've tried to not talk about it because like I don't want to pat myself on the back about it. I want to eventually get to the point where I'm releasing more. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like that, that going through and saying yes, even when I don't want to, mm. has been... A learning process. Oh, I, oh, I'm saying oh because there's <laughs> there's some there was some a tough truth cookie in there for me of uh, I worked with a coach at, in the spring, gearing up for all of this, all of this being taking my creative practice more seriously, and um, when I say coach, it was more so someone who, it, it, it's not a responsibility to talk about whatever this <laughs> creativity, what we're making, right? Like it, it's just like any other relationship. It can be a lot to put on a partner. It could be a lot to put on a specific friend. So to have designate someone of like, Hey, I'm going to come to you and express these concerns to you was really helpful. And, um, she was able to just shoot it at me straight of just like, Olivia, I know you want to save the world. I know you have all these big visions and I believe absolutely you can make them happen. I think you just need to be honest with yourself. Like if you woke up tomorrow and it was all laying on your chest, (laughs) you know, like the kitten on you, like right here, looking at you, like you would not be ready for it. And I don't, yeah, that was something that I'm grateful to have given, had perspective on. Because sometimes I can have my blinders on so tight of this is the direction I'm moving. And again, big picture of like, yes, I want <laughs> want to see these big things. It's like, okay, there's a reason why this steadiness needs to happen beyond the practice it's like yep i really do need to grow into this yeah stoke the fire 
<laughs> the slow burn. There's a song by Jerry Garcia <laughs> called Run for the Roses. And it's been a, one of the lines that's been a mantra of mine uh, this summer. The line goes, um, run, run, run for the roses. The quicker it opens, the sooner it closes. Man, oh man, oh friend of mine, all good things and all good time. And like, yeah. And, and then there's, as I've been listening to it the last couple of weeks, I heard this other line that uh, he goes, you want the cup, but you don't want the race. I was like, oh, oh that hits deep. It's like, you, wanna, you want the prize? You got to run the race. You ain't going to get the cup without the race, man. Like, what do you expect? And, and like, he, it, it, with his style, it's just so matter of fact. Like, like I missed that line so many times. And I'm like... Oh, oh man, you know, that's, that's good music. It speaks to where you're at. Yeah. Um, so you have some poems of yours that you want to share? Yeah, you saying that? I was like, okay, maybe we can, uh, this might be actually a good um, little, I don't know how long we've been at it here, but a good exit, little mm -hmm. note to lead on, leave, leave on, that is. How, do, how does that feel with you? Dear, okay. Mm -hmm. Take it away. Hmm. Gather all of these tiny bits of understanding and make me into the most beautiful shape, into the most beautifully fabricated soul. Fan me out in every direction in a way I have never dreamed of. Mm. Yeah. You feel? <laughs> Alejandro, thank you so much. Thank you, Olivia. Yeah. This has been great. It has been great. Mm -hmm. It wasn't so scary after all. <laughs> <laughs> good. I hope so. <laughs> I, I try to be a good host, you know. <laughs> yeah. As uh, my mother taught me. I brought you tea. That was one of the big things she taught me. Always get your guests a drink. And so shout out to Tom from Indiana Tea, the Who's Your Tea Daddy, uh, for making some delicious beverages for us. I think we've got got all the best things here in Fort Wayne, like best tea from Indiana Tea, best donuts at Tom's Donuts, best pizza at Big Apple. Lake Avenue Deli's got the best subs. That's where we're going after this? I hope so. Yeah. I need food. Yeah. yeah the weather's great. Uh-huh. I uh -huh. say we, we go for uh -huh, it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shall we move that way next? Let's do it. We should do this again sometime. Yes, we're going to cool. put that out already. Yeah. We're going to put it out. Mm -hmm. that we're going to do this again. <laughs> Thank you, Olivia, for being on the show, for having me over to um, share that time and that conversation, uh, share some good sandwiches. We went to the Lake Avenue Deli after recording. We talked about that. And, uh, Dude, like, if you're in Fort Wayne, you got to check out the Lake Avenue Deli. It's at the intersection of Lake Avenue and Anthony, and it's run by a fellow and his sons, and they're from Yemen, and, like, dude, they make, they've, so stepping in there, it's like, they got some real interesting products, like, stuff that you're not going to see at Kroger, like, uh, some real good foreign foods. I've been getting naan bread there. The naan in the freezer section is actually <laughs> really good so 
Uh, yeah, check that out. Their sandwiches are good. They gave us some cactus when we were in there and some figs, which I just remembered I have one in my fridge still. So when I'm done recording this, I'm going to go get myself a motherfucking fig, baby. Uh, and it was really, yeah, it was really cool checking that out. So thanks, Olivia, for joining me on that little adventure in our city. And uh, so join us at the garden on November 2nd, if you would. It's going to be a wonderful evening. And uh, I hope I see you at the night market, final night market of the year on October 28th. That's uh, Saturday. And um, I hope you take care of yourself out there. It's been uh, a wild summer. It's feeling like it's finally actually wrapping down and uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad of that. I think the cooler weather is going to bring some much-needed tempering to our lives. And hopefully will get us to slow down a bit, because uh, that's always a good thing to do. Especially when it's more difficult to just go outside. So I'm going to play you out with that Jerry Garcia song I quoted, Run for the Roses. Um, it's a really good one, and I, I've been enjoying it a lot this summer, especially. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.